0: On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling, your e-commerce brand, I got a chance to chat with Cameron Norwood. Cameron owns multiple companies, uh, one in the CBD space, and he also owns a 3PL, but kind of like a 3PL for the little guy and so uh so third-party logistics where they're actually shipping out products uh for smaller companies really amazing conversation we had it was great to connect with another brand owner uh, and service provider in the e-commerce space and we talked about some of the things that you as a as an e-commerce founder need to get off of your plate and so yeah i think you guys are going to get a lot out of this one At Mindful Marketing, we know that you want your brand to be successful. In order to do that, though, you need to predictably acquire new customers. The problem is Facebook and Google are only getting more expensive, which makes you feel unsure of whether your brand will survive. We believe that building a community of loyal and repeat customers is the answer. We understand how hard it is to predictably grow a brand, which is why we have created a system using our own mid-seven-figure e-commerce brand as a test case. And here's how we do it: number one, we execute a profitable ads strategy. Number two, we build a brand-owned loyal base of repeat customers. And number three, we grow exponentially, predictably, and consistently. So download our free sales launch checklist at mindfulmarketing.co/slash SLC so you can stop having sales that bomb and Instead, grow your revenue predictably and exponentially. All right, I am here with Cameron Norwood from Packdash and Half Day CBD. Cameron, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-commerce Brand.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is great. I'm really looking forward to hearing your story. So, you know, you're kind of in a similar sort of place as myself where, you know, you own a company that helps people in the e-commerce space and you also own your own brand. Uh, I love yes. that. I love that. Yes. It's, I feel like it's the, you know, the best type of help or people that actually understand, you know, the problems, right? So talk to me a little bit about who you are, what you do, and some of the problems that you've been looking to
1: solve. Absolutely. So I'm Cameron. I am a Co-founder of Half Day C B D and also Pack Dash. Half Day C B D started about three years ago now, really on the brink of kind of this green rush around C B D and, and wanting to get involved. It's me and my brother-in-law, his family-owned business, Dave DeCosla. And we started driving down to Kentucky, learning more about cannabinoids and and how CBD helped people. And we built a really cool brand and we we got in front of a a lot of people in the Chicago and in in the Midwest built a following when COVID hit, we became more of an e-commerce focused brand. Okay. Um, Yeah. And, you know, as our orders kind of started climbing from, you know, 500, 750, a thousand orders per month and upward, uh, we needed more backup, I'd say from our 3PL relationship. Okay. Uh, we were with a company called ShipBob. Many are probably familiar, but uh, yep. we we're using them to fulfill all of our Shopify, WooCommerce web orders. So every order that came in on our website integrates to their system. It gets pick packed and shipped out by ShipBob. We don't have to worry about it. We just have to get them inventory and that's about it. So. So, you know, they take over completely the fulfillment arm of a business, which can be paralyzing if you're doing it yourself. So as a, CBD business, we wanted to have a lot of things we weren't able to achieve through this 3PL relationship. Things like shipping CBD flour, things like shipping cold packed things for gummies that are going to hot places like Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Arizona that would melt upon arrival in 100 degree weather. You know, they wouldn't do that for us. You know, doing things like shipping things that look and feel and smell like marijuana, even though they're fully legal with hemp paperwork, they wouldn't do that for us, uh, which was a really big profit center for our business. So they kind of par- paralyzed us and made it. So we had to do some of these things ourselves anyway. And then really when COVID hit and we needed more from them, we got a lot less than, than we were getting before. So our SLAs went from two to three days. You know, if we ran out of something on our website and we needed to get it to them, we'd have it there same day. It would take them seven to 10 days to actually check it in and become shippable again on our Shopify site, which, wow. you know, when during the holidays. That, I mean, can, that's
0: so much money, right? Like, yeah, and, right, and right. customer service and all that sort of stuff.
1: I mean, if we wanted. to, to get someone on the phone, it was an email. And then two to three weeks later, we would get a phone call. So, I mean, you know, paralyzing for a business in many, many ways. So Dave and I looked at each other. We said, how are we going to do this ourselves? Are we going to, you know, find another partner? We interviewed 20 other companies. We felt like it would be a lateral move to, to move to any of them. So we decided to just do it ourselves. We built a we took over an old dry cleaner. We built a micro fulfillment cool. center. We got racks. We got a bunch of equipment from Home Depot. We had our whole crew in, and in a whole weekend, we turned it upside down, and, and we were shipping out of it the following Monday. And um, wow. it was a story.
0: <laughs> so you just created your own your own fulfillment center just like that.
1: <laughs> just like that. It was a little little bit bumpier than that, but we got a we eventually got an inventory management system past Shopify. We got it's called La Jua. It's basically the, what Pepsi uses in their distribution centers. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. uh, we had some really, really sharp, smart people come in who helped build Instacart's platform, Amazon Fresh's platform, Target's ships platform. They helped us build the walking channels. They helped us build the racking systems. They helped us get online with all the software and you know everything from scanners to barcodes to the color coding. We made this thing extremely efficient and we were able to take our costs from roughly $25 per shipment after it was all said and done with a 3PL partner to around $6 per shipment. So we were able to cut our costs substantially, and we were able to give our our own business the service it needed and really make our customers happy and really provide quick turnaround times. So we were so impressed with what we had done for ourselves. We told the story to many, many other business partners, co-founders we network with. And yeah. time and time again, Dave and I found ourselves being asked, can you do that for us? And you know, we shared that story over and over again, and we just kept looking at each other saying, did you get asked that? Did, did somebody ask if you could fulfill for them today? And, you know, I think a week later, Dave and I decided to start Pack Dash, which was in September of 2020. So we launched, we bought some more racks, we hired a few warehouse agents to come in and, and help us and learn kind of our systems. We we started networking with more businesses and we called a lot of these people back that asked if we could fulfill for them. And we said, yeah. hey, we can. You know, we spun up a website, we got some branding, we got some logos, and uh, we were able to launch our everything within about a month after that. And we started... Uh, bringing our first clients in in October. And I think that's right around when I first spoke with you guys. And fast forward to now, we opened our second location. We knocked a wall down and we uh, we expanded the dry cleaner into a salon and we got another 50 awesome. square feet. And we started doing frozen shipments out of our kitchen. We're shipping everything from pierogies to shoelaces to trail mix that helps new mothers create more breast milk. So, I mean, it's, it's wow. very interesting what we're shipping. And uh, I think- As of today, we have around 18 clients. So Wow, that's unreal.
0: So since September, you just just saw this need that no one was really fulfilling. Like, you know, there's FBA that's, you know, really high level. ShipBob that's kind of in that sort of like, you know, no more customer service, essentially. And so you guys found this like happy
1: medium in the middle. So who is like an ideal person to come to you? Do you guys have capacity? Yeah, we absolutely do have capacity. We're expanding very quickly with client need. We have clients ask us every day that we potentially need to open another location for. So we are growing quickly and we're also raising money. But our perfect client is really who... A lot of these big 3PLs who've forgotten about, right? I would say 100 orders, you know, small, medium uh, e-commerce businesses that really care about their customer and getting their customer and their product to them in a, a beautiful fashion. We we really like working with companies that love kidding, unboxing experiences, things that are a little bit more difficult for a large, cumbersome 3PL to manage on a, a attention to detail level. And really, we call it arming the rebels, right? With with COVID, there's all these people who've started e-commerce businesses. These retailers who have been forced to go online. And we're really servicing people 100 orders per month to 4,000 orders per month, small, medium sized e commerce businesses. We really like to work with CPG goods, Um, people who are doing a lot of uh, B2C business, but we also do some B2B. And, you know, like you said, anybody that's doing uh, FBA, we can do FBM and save them money. People who have Etsy sites, eBay, Shopify, WooCommerce, Uh, We connect our system. I was mentioning before uh, connects to all of the 64 largest marketplaces. And
0: how did you you do that? Did you guys have to find like, I'm assuming that lots of that was probably like some manual, like software work that you had to go out and outsource. Is is that right? Or was it like fairly easy to, to set that up?
1: Yeah, so you can, um, we interviewed, just like uh, working with 3PLs, we interviewed a million WMS uh, warehouse management software, warehouse management system companies. And we we saw some good ones. We saw some really, really robust ones. We saw some kind of in between, some household names, some that you've never heard of. And we actually landed on the one we landed on because it's so easy to integrate with all the marketplaces.
0: Oh, cool, Um, cool.
1: Also helpful to work with on our micro fulfillment level. We're able to easily and cost-effectively plug clients Sam, you know, one of the things I, I didn't mention about these large 3PLs is one of the big roadblocks when you begin doing business with them is like the Shopify integration fee, which can be anywhere from $500 to $5,000. With a no 3PL. way, just to integrate with Shopify, just to integrate with Shopify, and wow. if you know how it works on the back end. It's a couple typing things. You log in on both ends. I mean, it's really not that difficult. And even if there is a little bit of coding involved, if somebody has a custom website, it's typically a couple hours worth of stuff. It's nothing that's rocket science. So, you know, they have account management fees, Shopify integration fees, all these things that it costs, That are these old kind of archaic, big boxy kind of things Fees that people think they have to pay—that it's really stuff that they don't need to pay for, you know. And I I think when we keep it small and we don't have the massive 200,000 square foot warehouse, we have these 3,000 square foot micro fulfillment centers. We can keep that attention to detail high, customer service high, and we are able to save costs and pass that along to our customers and really service that hundred to 4,000 order per month customer that maybe didn't have the affordability to work with a large 3PL mm. at an earlier point in their business. I mean,
0: people who have listened to this podcast for a while know, like I'm obsessed with finding, you know, those profitability levers. And so that's definitely one of them, right? If you're in that stage where, you know, you shouldn't be fulfilling your orders, you know, if you have a small, a small enough SKU skew count, but you're not really big enough for it to make sense at some of the other places. I mean, this sounds like a great solution.
1: Yeah. You know, we, I remember the days that Dave and I were, you know, going and, and buying line pallets of boxes and he'd take 250, I'd take 250. We would break them down in our basement. We would print our labels. You know, we'd do five to 10, 15 packages a night and we'd meet at FedEx every morning. I remember those days. And, you know, when you get to the point as a co-founder, when you are spending an hour, two, three hours a night away from your family, away from your business, really, because fulfillment's a whole nother... You know, we, I talked to a co-founder the other day. She was like, I didn't do fulfillment for six hours the other day. I had one of my employees like take it over. And I was able to close $25,000 worth of wholesale deals that were just sitting in my email box. Totally. And I was like, yeah. that's what you should to be focusing on, on as a co-founder. You shouldn't have to... Sit in your basement and do boxing or sit in the back of your, your retail storefront or, you know, dedicate half of it to fulfillment, right? It's a whole different thing that you need to be able to pass on, but people think you need to be at this huge multi-million dollar level to be at the point where you can pass it on. You don't need to be. We're able to come in for a few hundred dollars a month and really make it cost-effective to pick, pack, and ship out your stuff and you don't have to worry about it. Cameron, that's amazing.
0: Just a quick aside here. I'm going to read a note from our sponsor, Mindful Marketing. Mindful Marketing uses ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook and Google ads for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to build you a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. Cameron, I got to ask you the question I ask everybody who comes on this podcast and specifically on the pick and pack side, what is your secret to scaling?
1: Secret to scaling. Well, my favorite secret is to just be scrappy. I mean, there's no magic to it. I think when we hit brick walls as co-founders, pick up the phone, get in the car, you know, make it happen. You know, you're just one more phone call away from digging into the answer that you need. And I think we we all work around people who hit roadblocks all day long, and I think the more you can be creative, be efficient and effective about just getting past what you need, whether it's doing something yourself or you know making another ten more phone calls to find someone who can do it for cheaper or for better. I would just say you got to be scrappy. You know, I would say that's really the secret to be scaling. I think networking. Every person that you're networking with is never a waste of time. I think a lot of people think that people could be waste of time. I think it's all about how you go about it. You know, I have a really great story if we have some time yeah yeah yeah. please uh, so you know one of our uh we, we raised some money last year for uh for our half day cb business and i remember we went to an event uh, if you're familiar with chicago we went to an event out in naperville and it was called uh ship or uh shop sip and save and okay. it was like a Christmas event. And it was like a small artisan market. We were gonna, it was me and a buddy that were gonna sell some of our CBD goods. And we thought we would be able to make, you know, three, four, five grand. And everyone had to buy a ticket to go to this event. And there were 500 tickets sold. So we, we were driving out there on a Friday night and we were exhausted from that week. And I was thinking the whole time, like, ah, oh, I really don't wanna do this. I really don't wanna do this. And we had multiple times on the hour drive. We were like, should we just turn around? We we're like, no, we'll just go ahead and go for it. So we get all the way out there. We set up next to this lady who was selling essential oils and the whole time she's like rolling her eyes and she's like oh you're just another cbd company you guys you're just selling snake oil and uh, 2 hours later after we do our magic cuz in events that's where we kill we give people samples we give them gummies we give them tincture samples we you know tell them to go enjoy themselves and if they have a good experience come back and see me we'll get you a great deal on some cbd 9 out of 10 people come back and buy stuff we're very awesome. disarming she watched this whole thing happen she watched us make a couple thousand dollars and she didn't really make much money money. that night. At the end of the night, she goes, when we're packing up at like 1030, she goes, are you guys looking to raise some money? And I said, yeah, you know, we're always looking to raise money. And she gave me her card and she said, call me on Monday. And, you know, my husband and I are looking to really have a conversation with a really reputable CD company. You know, I really loved what I saw you guys do tonight. You guys are really knowledgeable, blah, 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 blah. Called her on Monday. She came down to my office, met with me and my co-founder with her husband. Four hours later, she wrote us a $250,000 check. And it was the first big investment for our business. And uh, it was the last place I ever would have thought we would have gotten an investment was uh, the Naperville sip uh, shop and safe. So, you know, like I said, there's uh, never and an I, I, a person that's a waste of time. Like just go for it, meet, shake your hand, you know, just go for it. You know, it's, you gotta go, you gotta go.
0: <laughs> oh, I love it. I mean, and you could have reacted so poorly, right? You could have just been like, oh, I don't want to talk to this person. Like she's already like <laughs> bothering us and like, whatever. It's so true. I think about this all the time. It's just like, There's no reason to ever burn a bridge with
1: anybody. Never. You never know what's going to come of it, you know?
0: Yeah. It's interesting, actually. We we had somebody reach out to us that we hadn't talked to in a year at our agency in particular today. And it was one of those kind of people that you're just like, you know, I didn't think it'd be a good fit, uh, all that sort of stuff. But they're a huge company. And uh, after a year, they reached back out to us to work with us. And I'm like, really glad I didn't burn that bridge. You know, like it's, uh, yeah, that's just great advice. We're gonna move on to our uh, lightning round here. I got a couple more questions for you, Cameron. Cool, cool. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Ooh,
1: right this moment, it would be outreach.io. Uh, oh, interesting. The, I'm going to mix that in with email.io, which uh, there could be a better version. But for co-founders, we're about to raise money to try to hire a, more of a sales team or formal sales team. But yep. you know, typically, Dave and I spend a couple hours on LinkedIn messaging with co-founders about... 3PL problems or whatever it might be outreach.io has been really great because we can use email.io if i search let's say co-founders on LinkedIn and i maybe click CPG goods and i click Chicago and you know 800 people come up and there's you know 80 pages right i go through each page i click email.io it will verify their emails on the left side i can copy and paste those into my outreach.io and yep. then we've created nurture streams, which uh, once I enter them in, they go into a 12-step nurture stream that has an amazing open rate. So I think without having a salesperson, uh, without having the bandwidth to actually do a ton of cold calling and do a ton of lead gen, it's been a really nice, easy way for Dave and I to to get maybe 100 leads a week or 200 leads a week into our outreach.io system and then start farming, you know, and we get emails like every day. It's like, Hey, I'd love to set up a conversation. So it's been a really great uh, lead gen tool uh, without having a sales team.
0: Yeah. And for e-commerce founders who are listening to this, which is, you know, the majority of people, you are all salespeople, right? You have to sell yourself in some sort of way, right? Whether it's to, you know, to potential investors, whether it's to your customers themselves, like you are salespeople. And so figuring this out is really a key. Any reason you used outreach versus outplay? You know,
1: there's not one at all. I just we were introduced. Yeah, you that, just chose one, and and we got one seat on it, and we just kind of switch around, and whoever's on <laughs> uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. I, I would look into it. There, you know, who knows? It might be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our
0: sales team uses Outplay, and the only uh, reason it's like essentially the exact same thing. It's just that Outplay is uh, monthly, and not you don't have to pay yearly.
1: Oh, okay, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. Be, so uh, for us, we're like. That's just the way we like to do our software tools.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: no, that's great. I'm uh, that. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? I just got done
1: with Profit First. And I think-
0: Oh, good book. I actually had Mike Michalowicz on this podcast. Oh, cool. And oh,
1: uh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been an interesting kind of culture shift, right? I think there's a lot of uh, aspects of it that we've brought into our business. And I think as a co-founder, you know, you always want to, you you think a little emotionally about things, you think, how would I want this to be done? And especially when you're selling CPG goods, you know, or you're supporting CPG goods, you know, I tell myself every day, it's not about what I want. It's not about what my family wants. It's we have to cater to everyone and we, and we have to remember that. And I think remembering the profitability aspect of things and even teaching your team to think more profitability, you know, we have our warehouse people looking at numbers. We have them scheduling based on how many packages we have coming in. You know, it's all uh, smart numbers driven management from the top. Awesome. I think that's really important. I oh, love it. If you could sit down with anybody for an hour, have some coffee,
0: tea, beer, wine, who would it be? And they have to be alive. Whew, man. I
1: would probably say, can I say two? Yes. Yes, you may. I would say Barack Obama. And okay. I would say Marcus <laughs> Who? Who is Marcus Lemonis? He's the guy from The Prophet on CNBC, and he just like transforms businesses. So he goes into businesses, he has like a reality TV show called The Prophet on CNBC, CNBC, but he goes into like businesses that have good ideas, but they're kind of like failing for one, one reason or another.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: To, like change, whether it's process or the people or the product. And he just goes in and tries to get them to be scalable. And he does a pretty good job, but I think his principles are really cool. He's like the founder of uh, camping world and, and a few other really, really large companies, but cool. Yeah. He's a really cool business guru. Oh, that's great. Cameron, thanks so
0: much for your time today. It was really great to connect with you. Where can people find out uh, more about you and the services that you offer?
1: Yeah. Connect with me on LinkedIn. I love connections, especially with uh, e-commerce co-founders. And um, if you want to learn more about Packdash, it's uh, packdash.co, packdash.co. And uh, if you want to learn more about Half Day CBD, it's halfdaycbd.com. But, uh, awesome. Yeah, we'll awesome. make sure to put
0: all those links in the in the show notes. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Well, yeah. Thanks so much for your time today. Really appreciate it absolutely. Have a good one. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at mindful marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month. That's looking to grow now